Metallica, Tambo. There's no time for jokes. Young and fresh, here we go on the TV, internet, and in your ear holes. It's the We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly, a weekly arcade game show, show games, where we talk about games. It's not a game show, but you can win. Bang, 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 bang. I don't know what the hell that has to do with winning a game. I guess it's Logan's run. Bang, bang, bang for your nothings. That's right. I am Wiggly, and on the Skype pipe is Chris Neckobun. Hello. You're a little low there. Uh, am no, I? No, wait. Who am me? Who's? Oh, that's me. Okay. Is this you? Is oh, this me? That's hissy. Who cares? We're about ready to kill this session. Today, we're going to do a very special game. Why? Because we're wrapping up Neovember. Did you know about this going on, Chris? I totally didn't notice that all of the games had the same exact intro on the same exact arcade system this month, no. Yeah, it does. And I gotta, I gotta tell you something. I knew about November because I invented it. Some people think Stinky invented this one, but I requested it. This is Stinky approved, by the way. Let me just take a sip of this here. Mmm. Now, there's no way that Stella's gonna taste skunky. I should have put it in my gold tip glass. Kids, don't drink. Hey, there's something very exciting I got to tell everybody about. There's a place called Patreon. Now, today we're going to review Kunio's Hot Blooded Fightball Legend. Kunio no Neketsu Dodgeball Densetsu. Yeah, everybody knows the whole Kunio Kun 30 game <laughs> legend. I guess that's part and of it. You the, know it, but you don't know it. It's, it's one of those those great Eastern secrets. But you recognize were. the guy, and you're like, oh, this guy looks familiar. Yeah. Tell us some of the games that Kunio Kun is uh, part of. Most of it goes back to Renegade as the earliest one, as at least the earliest one that we saw. Now, was uh, Renegade Hot-Blooded High School or what? I forget if that was Hot-Blooded High School or if it was River City Ransom that was Hot-Blooded uh, High School. Ah, yes. Yeah, River City, Ransom's, River City Ransom's the ones every, is the one that everybody's played, but Renegade was the first one that came over here. The Renegade look is a little more elongated character-wise, so that's why you can't quite tell. Yeah, I loved Renegade in the arcades. I played it on the NES. I did not love it quite as much because it's just incredibly baffling. <laughs> if you've ever got a Crash in the Boys Street Challenge or Crash in the Boys Ice Challenge, that or something, I don't and remember a ice. there was a second one. I don't know if the second one actually got released, but it did get a Nintendo Power spread. But yeah, the Crash in the Boys games and basically every Super Dodgeball. In sports, soccer was, uh, I think, yeah. on the NAS in America. But it was all it was uh, a lot of the characters from there. Yeah. Now, you guys reviewed uh, Super Dodgeball. Yes. The, and uh, now we're going to review Super Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, it has this whole <laughs> long Japanese title, 
but uh, thanks to production issues and the whole fact that this... I mean, we've been talking all month about games that started on the Neo Geo and games that went to die on Neo Geo. Yes. This game didn't die on the Neo Geo, but the Kuneo franchise and Technos Japan, the company making it, did. Yes. This was the last one that Technos made. There were like a couple more Super Dodgeball spinoffs later on from companies born from old employees from there, but yeah, this, this was the end. In my opinion, this is the penultimate fight ball what would the ultimate be because what would the ultimate be mm-hmm. oh it's penultimate different than pen, ultimate pen penultimate <laughs> is second to last okay this is what <laughs> yeah hence the pen this is the penultimate ultimate version <laughs> <laughs> because you know what it, it's the alpha and omega i think because you have everybody that wants to settle their score with cuneo and they're all going up against the guy who wants to destroy dodgeball. But through dodgeball. Ooh! Psh, don't tell anybody. That's a big secret. Don't let anybody know about Dodgeball King. <laughs> he's the king of dodgeball, yet he wants to destroy dodgeball. The only thing he's good at! Once you get to the top, there's nowhere to go but down. You gotta take everybody with you. I see. I see. There was no more challenge for him. Well, let's hope Cuneo and his gang... See what I did there? Crash and the boys, Cuneo and his gang. <laughs> Nothing similar whatsoever. <laughs> this is the best episode of the Neo November that we're going to do. And guess what? Yes. So far, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the penultimate episode. It's, it is the penultimate. <laughs> um, I don't know. The second last. Well, we're going to be worse than Mr. Do. Neo <laughs> Mr. Do. Yeah, I mean, seriously. What do they do to Mr. Do in this? <laughs> the D in DB Mao is for do oh indeed oh first let me get some making mechanics in here dodgeball no but i really want (laughs) dodgeball super dodgeball right yeah (laughs) i really want to bring up the whole battle series the whole this went by so many different names mostly in america we got introduced to this by the playstation uh, maybe we had there's other stuff, but most of us had Great Battle on the PlayStation, and I don't know what it was called. I think it was called Great Battle. But these are your Compatty Hero series, your little chibi versions of Ultraman and Gundam and uh, the others, Cayman Riders. Yeah, there's a uh, there's actually a racing game on the SNES that had well, it was on the Super Famicom, it never came out of rare, but uh, Battle Riders, and I didn't realize it was tied into that, but it makes sense now because I think that is a Technos. Well, it, you know, these are all Bandai licenses. Okay, so well, yeah, they were. It was all Bandai licenses, but yeah, it, what you're describing sounds like it was tied into that. It's it's also it's also it is all so weird not also it is all so weird when you have a decent bandai game and the battle series is uh, pretty good now these compatty heroes much like the hot blood of high school stuff they were more in adventure games and things like that but they did every sport game as well so they did battle dodgeball in 1991 what what year was this this is 96 okay okay but this is on the neo geo uh, yeah. Battle Dodgeball happened on the Super Famicom. You also had Battle Dodgeball 2 in 1993. And then uh, the PSP, I think, uh, Battle Dodgeball 3 in 2012. 
Now, you also got them playing soccer, just like the Cuneo series. But there was a pinball, which I love, a 1995 pinball with these characters. And there was also Super Iron Ball Fight. See, Iron Ball Fight, which is not any type of soccer game or dodgeball or even one of my favorite games for the PC Engine, Kickball. Kickball. The game actually sucks, but a company that released a kickball game, win. Seriously. <laughs> they needed a special kickball controller that would be better, and they needed it to be in English, so you could say, we need a pitcher, not a belly itcher. But the Super Iron Ball Fight is actually the maze game, which unfortunately never came out in the arcade, and I don't think any of these Compati heroes ever came out for arcade. Yeah, we just had like Gundam fighting and things like this. And Ultraman, of course. I don't know if there was a Kamen Rider game uh, either, but I just wanted to mention Battle Dodgeball because these are my favorite dodgeball games. Uh, they're the penultimate compared to, <laughs> to Super Dodgeball from 1996. Six. Is that what you said? Yeah. Six. 1996. Yes. So the dodgeball with the Japanese Kujis. What do you so, call what do you call giant monsters? Kaijus. Yeah, kaijus. Uh, and then, of course, Kamen Rider, not a kaiju. But most of the other things, kaijus, giant robots and things like that. People in rubber suits, in other words. You know, you're an Ultraman fan if you're my age, uh, 52. <laughs> and an Ultraman fan if you're younger, too. Did, here's an interesting fact. Ultraman was once the second most recognized fictional character worldwide. This is when I was younger. Guess who the first was? Uh, Popeye? That's a good guess, but most people I thought would say Mickey Mouse. Okay. But guess who it was? Peanuts! The Peanuts guys! Charlie oh. Brown and the Snoopy and the things. So isn't that cool that at one time the most recognized characters in the world were number one Peanuts... That's awesome. And then uh, Ultraman. Yeah, that, that is cool. And they had Ultraman in the Japanese Disneyland. And it was Ultraman. And you could walk inside his giant head. Yeah. And also they had like almost a life-size version of him, I guess. But uh, that, was, uh, that was pretty awesome. Those days, unfortunately, are long gone. Now I don't know who it, it would be. Ed, Ed, and Eddie? <laughs> is that still a thing? Babe. Maybe like seven or eight years ago. That, that's pretty being kind of generous. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But let's talk. Do you have uh, you did say you're making mechanics super dodgeball? <laughs> dodgeball, yeah, dodgeball <laughs> super dodgeball. Um, oh, the uh, soccer game. I think it was Nintendo World Cup because soccer was just the first person oh, and Nintendo yeah, one yeah, 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 or first party. Nintendo World Cup. I remember it was like, well, they did the the NES Open. That was the one, but that was by Nintendo, and I got I got I remember getting confused. It was like this. I know you're not Nintendo, Kunio. Uh -huh. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Good soccer game, though. Yes. So right off the bat, let's get this out of the way. This game is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. It's glorious. Like, it looks pretty. Uh, the characters are all dynamic and identifiable. Uh, our controls are pretty understandable. You might need to look up some moves going in. But, yes, um, I want to talk about that. The heads-up display is great. I love how, like, you've got three people per team, as you tend to in these. But, like, it's a life bar, kind of like a fighting game, but it's split into three sections mm -hmm. instead of, like, stacking three yep. and making it, giving you more to read. Like, it was just really well thought out, everything. 
And even the Japanese versions have the characters' names in English. But when they show the teams, you don't see the characters' names. You have to sort of know the mythos behind the, the hot-blooded series. Yeah, though it's actually kind of weird because of all the production weirdness and techniques going out of business. Uh, they only made the Western version, but it'll still switch the at least the text to Japanese. And the opening screen. Yeah, if uh, you uh, plug it into a setup that's set for Japanese. And I recommend you do this, maybe after getting one game under your belt in English, that you use that BIOS setting. Remember, I've been talking about this the whole time. There's different BIOSes for the Neo Geo, so if you play this on MAME, there is both a dip switch setting, which has very little effect, and then there's the BIOS, and you want to select one of the hacked BIOSes, or in this case, you could select either the hacked BIOS where you set the thing up for Europe or uh, Asia or America, or the Asian market or Japan or the European market, and then you can make it the home console version or the multi-video game version that was in the arcade. You want to play it in Japanese only for one reason. The guy in the purple suit will constantly flip the bird. <laughs> oh, Sabu, yeah. It's, or wait, is it the blonde pompadour one or the older, tough-looking guy? He has a pompadour and uh, and a headband. Oh, that's Kenji. Okay, yeah, the little... Or not Kenji, I'm sorry, Shinji. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Shin- Shinji. Yeah, how, he looks how do you like say it? Shinji. Yeah. I, yeah, it sounds the same. To Shin me. as in your leg, G as oh, in Oh, okay. Part, uh, like the letter G. He says something in Japanese that has English words in it because I guess one of the worst things you could call somebody in the uh, Japanese language at least years ago was baku, which means fool, but uh, you know, since then I, I know that there's a lot of other things you could call people and of course m- many of them come from English. Yeah, they borrowed plenty of uh, words. I, I was I only played with him briefly because he, I, like he just kept eating shit. <gasps> and I was playing with him. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Work, work, work I forgot safe, to work mention safe. work safe at the beginning uh, of the show. Next he, month he will not be work safe. By the by. Yeah. He kept eating balls. I don't know if it's any more work safe. <laughs> but like the opponents just loved to pound on him. Granted, I was like three or four rounds in by that point, mm, so they were getting mm. kind of aggro. But yeah, he was not my best dude, so he didn't get much time to talk. Okay, let's set it up. Like every dodgeball game, you're going to go across different... Well, on the super dodgeballs, you go to different places in the world. For some reason, these guys are all from the same franchise, and but yet they're all over in different... Maybe you're not in different places in the world. It could be different districts of Tokyo yeah. or whatever. I mean, yeah. it's, you got that whole bay there. There's plenty of space. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe okay. a train trip at worst. Exactly, a, a subway trip. An oh, I mean, trip. if you want to shoot up north, you got to hop on the bullet train or go down to Kyoto. I don't right, know. right. And like many of the other games, you have all your different teams of three together, and they start out as all your general types of teams. The most easy to recognize is the heavy team. The heavy team, you have a lot of heavy people. They're heavies. Same way in Great Battle series, you'll have your heavy monsters as one part of the team. They're slower, but they could take a lot more damage, and they're the slower, stronger team. And then you have other teams that look completely mismatched. 
Ricky is in it. He makes his return. Now, was Ricky the friend? I think he was the friend. Yeah, he's uh, the rival, yeah. They're friends, though. They're not, like, at each other's throats. They're okay. Just comp- they're, they're, you know, they're competitive with one another. Right, right. Well, that's the whole thing about the, the Hot-Blooded series was they ran around trying to find good competition, even yeah, if it they, was to beat down. Yeah, they, they, but they've got the whole, like, dual protagonist, like, I have to surpass your power, I have to surpass your power. Yep, yep. They'll help each other on a pinch, but they'll smack each other down just to show off, given the chance. Indeed. And like in every other dodgeball game, if you don't know what dodgeball is, uh, tough. <laughs> but here... <laughs> let's let's sound this out. Okay. Dodge, ball, dodge, now, ball. In America, ball, yes. You dodge we did play this differently in America, where everyone gathered around in a circle and one person... <laughs> would get in the middle and you just try to beam him in the head and you just try yeah, to dodge or, it <laughs> or or you had the whole thing where you split the gym class into two put That's all the right. balls in the line every, and then the one that half is all the faster kids so they all run up and just beat the crap out of the nerds on the other side that's true and it gets it gets brutal that's and you true. just get completely eliminated this style dodgeball it's three on three uh if you get knocked out you get thrown on the outskirts of the other team side it's played like in a tennis court except that it's just a line no net in the middle yeah and if you're knocked outside you can still get thrown the ball and kind of attack from behind and stuff yes so you can't run you can't you know do that but there's passing involved there's uh there's other parts but you you go i i like the direction you're going yeah and so there's strategy involved too like if the other team it's uh resisting too many shots to from the front you know sometimes you gotta bounce it off someone in the back and like have them get work done and whatnot yeah because if you hold the ball too long they'll sort of go sometimes they'll sort of go in the far corner that's what happens a lot in the great battle now in this game not so much Uh, like i was mentioning about the control you could dash with the double bump a lot of strategy in this game is going to to be jump up and then throw the ball at your enemy Yes, uh, because sometimes if you cross the line too much, you can't throw the ball, but you can cross the line in this. And it's sort of a risk reward type of thing, because if you don't knock out your opponent, if you're across the line a little bit, they could just do soft throws at you all the way back until you get back yeah. <laughs> across the line. Just knock, keep knocking you in the head. And sometimes they knock you out to get dizzy. And then you have a hard time getting up because I don't know why, because you're knocked out, I guess. So there's a jump button, there's a taunt button, there's a double dash towards, and there's the pass button. So when you jump up, you can pass it. There's also a faint button, which means that you pretend like you're going to throw it at somebody. And I know there's an ultimate strategy guide out there, and I recommend that you pick it up so you could figure out just how to do these special moves, unless you listen to us, and then you'll know. But they have it wrong. You can actually do a feint when you are just standing still. They say that you yeah. can only do a feint when you jump up, but you can actually do a feint standing still. And they do mention in the ultimate strategy guide that most of the opponents don't fall for it, and that's very true. Yes. Like, I, th- I think even the button demonstration screen even shows him doing the faint standing still. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it's like right there. Uh, like, the main thing that it helps to know going in is that uh, everybody's got special moves. Yes. It's all fighting game inputs. It helps to have a stick because then you can flail it around a little more. 
Oh, uh, that's what I wanted to mention. If I would have known you were going to be on the program, I would have picked up a Neo Geo controller for you, the stick controller from Amazon. They're still 40 bucks. They're USB, and they came out when um, these... The, 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 yeah, that mini Neo Geo thing came out. Yeah. The, it's a handheld Neo Geo that you put inside of a case that looks like the Neo Geo, so you could play it on your television, or you could play it as a handheld, and it's all HDMI, and it takes little cards. Yeah, they released smaller versions of the most a fair amount of the classics. I forget how far they got before they wasn't really making that much money. Uh, well, the problem was uh, the the licensing. There were two yeah. companies that wanted to make money off this thing. Uh, you can still pick them up. It's like $200 for one case of the games. I think there were three, three game cases. So that had the entire Neo Geo library split up into three different cases. So, you know, that was a little much for people to play things that they've probably been playing on all their home consoles. A lot of it was already downloadable in some form. So mm -hmm. it was like, eh. like you got collector's market. And that's it. Exactly. And and it, you know what? It didn't matter. It didn't matter that I have a Neo Geo, but I wanted this thing and I got it after it started dropping in price. I, I know it wasn't that expensive. And the controllers really have stayed the same price, around 30 to $40. But it's yeah. still on Amazon Prime. You could play with the Neo Geo Arcade Stick. It's pretty solid to the original. It might be a tiny bit lighter. I didn't really play with both of them side by side. And yeah, so I'm jumping around a little bit, but I would have gotten you that stick because it really yeah. makes a difference. And even if you get a regular joystick, it's not the same as the clicky Neo Geo one. From X-Arcade, those are the closest. X-Arcade are in the arcade. The ones that came with the Neo Geo home console, the AES, those are the ones that you could get for this $40, a USB version. Yeah. But I did not know how to put games into this Neo Geo that I got. <laughs> You know, because it's this case, and it doesn't really have a slot, so you can't play regular Neo Geo games. And I said, oh, I guess this button here, and I it opened up, and there's a handheld. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, what? This is a free handheld console, you know, g game system, really. And that's what the whole thing's running off. And I just thought that was so cool. I yeah, it was, it was really, really neat. cool. Yeah, yeah, you can charge it in there and everything. So that's a little bit of how you could get a stick if you want to play a lot of these Neo Geo games, if you have a little Raspberry Pi or you play these things on your computer or whatever on MAME, you can get a Neo Geo stick. Now remember, it's just going to have the four buttons like a regular Neo Geo. Uh, but if you love playing the Neo Geo games, there's no other way to do it. This is it. It's very easy to control. So yeah, you have a power ball, when, uh, a power, power ball, power bar at the bottom that can fill up. And if you do the forward and then half circle forward plus the A button, that's your one desperation move. And then if you do forward, down, down, forward, the uppercut move plus B, that's your special pass shot. One thing you will always get hit with is if you go against the guy with the purple robe on that I mentioned that flips you to bird, uh, he'll always form this three-person motorcycle. And yeah. run, run in you. Now, you can catch the ball on these three people moves, but it still will do damage to you. 
Yeah, I think I pulled that off once. Yeah, it's harder. If you play this a lot, you'll get the timing down, but you have to be in the right position. I think Ioni was able to do that on two of the characters' desperation moves where they use all three people. To do your uh, special shot one, it is the quarter circle forward plus A. That's your first special shot. And then uh, your special shot number two is the uppercut motion forward, down, down, forward plus A. To do a special defense, you do uh, forward, down, down, forward, so the uppercut motion, plus the A button is your special defense. Almost everything's done with the A button. Very yeah. little done with the B. B is duck, basically. Yeah, B is duck. A yeah, although is I catch. Think, I think if you dash with it, you kind of jump out of the way. The inputs threw me off for a little bit because most of my super dodgeball experience is from the NES and the... Uh, the Game Boy Advance ones, where it's more of a hold the button for a little bit of time to get the power shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you only have the one. Plus so. B is usually jump, and here C is jump. Yeah, that was too hard to pick up, though. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's how my brain works. How my brain works is usually just hammering buttons until something doesn't get me killed. Yes, D is your faint shot when you're on offense. Yeah. And when you're on defense, D is just a taunt. Which is just begging to get smacked in the face. Exactly. I don't know if we're getting this across properly. These characters are gorgeous. Yes. They're squat, but they're huge. So this is where it differs from the first Super Dodgeball, is these characters are very large, they're very well animated, they're very expressive, and to me, the game plays like butter, but yeah. I guess if you're using a controller, it's it's a little bit different because... A little bit, but it, like, I still got far, even not even knowing what these... Like, well, not far, but I got a couple rounds in not even knowing how to do about the fighting uh, style inputs. Uh, you know, I got two rounds in just regular shots and whatnot, so it still feels good. The difficulty curve feels fair, mm. and uh, yeah, everybody looks great. Even the scrub tier characters, like all the... Team captains obviously had the most uh, work put into them, but yes. at the same time, like the kind of fill-in types, there, which there's five. There's nerds, uh, yeah. the fat guys we mentioned, volleyball girls, thugs, and I guess the rugby dudes. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, right, right. Differentiated enough that you can tell they're specific types with slightly different uh, stat blends. Right. I love the nerd guy. If you do his special move, he'll run, run, run throw the ball really hard, and then fall over. <laughs> yes, yeah, I love that. Go skidding across the ground. So let's set this up. You got the tennis court. People, once they get eliminated, they stand around the outside of the opponent's team on two of the corners because you never get three of the corners because this is three on three. There's a referee that throws the ball into the middle of the screen once you start. If two people are near each other and they both catch the ball or they just happen to, I don't try to grab the ball at the same time, you A-A-A-A-A-A-A, you do the cut, 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 but A-A-A to try to get the ball from them. And then you yeah. normally jump up and whack them in the face with it. I found it even more effective if you just hammer everything, just hit every button. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, always, I think that I helps. Never lost I, that. I, I lost it a lot, but I also oh. I don't have the fastest button press. Well, uh. again, this was and this was round like three, four, or five, however far I got, where I started actually losing the face-offs like that. I think it ramps up a little bit. But that again, I think, is due to probably using your thumb, right? That too. I, yeah. I eventually, I started eagle clawing it and putting my fingers on the button <laughs> yeah. section. Yeah, yeah. It helps. It helps with this. Yeah. 
it's great group of characters, great different moves. And like in Ninja Combat, we talked about when you go against a boss, an end boss of each level, you can add that boss to your group. Well, such is the way with this. You can, I don't know if that's proper sentence structure. I guess it's grammatically correct, but it sounds odd. But in this game, you can choose, do you want the captain of the team you just beat? And you can do this all the way to the end. Uh, then right before you fight the end boss, I'm pretty sure this is what it is. It's all the characters you had gotten rid of <laughs> to replace with the boss characters. Actually, I, I think it's the characters you didn't get a chance to pick up. Like, if you, the other you didn't face, or you oh. didn't choose to pick them up. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first team is all scrubs. And then after that, I think you go one match where you can't pick somebody up, and then you can. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it starts at the second level where you could start taking the uh, captains. Yeah, and then the it's all the other captains that were left uh, when you get to the penultimate battle <laughs> before the penultimate battle. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to stick with me. Sort of like the whirlwind, which is uh, Kyle's. He's going to get ticked off at me about this whirlwind. And unfortunately, I can't think of the other great uh, Kyle. Thing. And I love, I love them. You know, I well, love I mean, I, I I can't rag Kyle about the whirlwind because I already rag him about Kunya Kun. Yes. Yes, you did. But whirlwind is awesome. I mean, yes. it's much bigger than a whirlwind. Yeah. It's the whole freaking world getting yeah, winded. But- they couldn't name that uh, that Geostorm movie that nobody went to see, uh, Whirlwind, because... Is that even out yet? I don't even know. I, don't, I might be dating this. But, uh, yeah, nobody's seen it because we filed a copyright complaint. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What else about this game is very unique? Okay, so if the ball's on the ground for two seconds, if you're trying to do a pose, like, you know, get your... Yeah power bar up or whatever hey too bad here comes the referee and she's going to throw the ball back into the middle also if you hold the ball for too long you're doing all your little uh, pass around feints and jump up and pass instead of getting rid of it and i think it's around five seconds and then you will blow all to hell the ball will blow up and you will get hurt yeah don't try to be the harlem globetrotters <laughs> it's, it's, it's a different game <laughs> it is so talking about the music because when you think Harlem Globetrotters, you think Sweet George, Sweet George Brown. Brown. Yeah, uh, this music, you know, um, usually I'm pretty crazy about the Neo Geo music. This one, even more so, I didn't think fit some of the stages. Yeah, it was okay music, but I just wasn't sure why it was there sometimes. Exactly, and. You know, I don't know why music is in a lot of sport games. And I don't know why music's in a lot of uh, action. Uh, maybe action role-playing games do need them. But some, I just want to hit hear people hit each other. I don't want to hit a song. I kind of wish they would take more of a cue from, like, actual good movies. Because then, you know, so many gamers uh, are like, oh, we want to get the cinematic experience. We'll do the thing where the music only cuts in when you need it then. Right. Yeah, exactly. Build the tension. Maybe have an earthquake sound slowed down to... What movie did that? Um, I can't remember if it was Towering Inferno or probably was a Spielberg or something. But they took an earthquake sound and slowed it way down so you wouldn't even consciously hear it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that ran all throughout the movie to help uh, enhance attention. It might have been Jaws. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. This is back when you had to read magazines to find out about stuff. (laughs) So what else? That happens. 
When you do your jump up moves, you'll sometimes jump across the line. That's okay. It's risk yeah. reward. You can either knock someone back on their butt, or if they catch it, you're going to keep getting bonked in the head until you make it back across your line to the other side. Catching the ball, little blow blayer blip. If you're running backwards away from the line, or even ju jumping backwards away from the line, and someone throws a ball at you and you want to catch it. By the way, we didn't mention you catch with A. And this game is one of the most fair catch with A games that I've ever played because you hold your hands out for pretty long to be able to catch with A. But if you're not turned around in the right direction of the ball, if it's being thrown from the other side, you can hit your charge button, A and B together, and you'll turn around, you know, just tap it. Don't hold it down. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. And then you can turn right around and then hit A to uh, catch the ball. Yeah, a little blow blare blip there. What else we got? Do you have a favorite team or character or anything? I always pick the team, and I, I don't know the people's names, but I always pick the team that has the guy with the green bandana and the chains around his body. Nah, he was my favorite, too. I think yeah. he's Kenji or something like that. He's awesome. For some reason, his special move comes off like every time. He's really cool because he's got these chains wrapped around. Who was the guy from King of Fighters that was the coolest? He was always like emo, and he had the, the straps around oh, his that's, knees. That's, that's Iori. Okay. And, and that's sort of what this guy reminds me of, except he's not broody and emo. He muscles up and he busts the chains off his body and then he throws the ball. And his his first special is his ball goes around in circle, 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 like a spiral type of thing or like a whirlwind. And then it can hit multiple people as most of your special moves can. And then I think his second special move is just a fireball. I also like the guy with the purple that can flip you off because he can do a jump move and you do a special move in the air and the ball will become electrified and you see it charged up, but you can let go of it at any time you want by pressing the A again. Now, if you don't press the A again, he just lands and now his ball's on fire and his ball's on fire. Uh, and, uh, you know, too bad. You didn't let go, dummy. You just need to learn to let go. Yeah, you do. You got to let go of your balls sometimes. It's still November, Wiggly. <laughs> it's still November. Still work safe. Yep, electric balls, no no problem. Throw the ball. Drop them, that's fine. Balls on the chin. I, I listened to I listened to the episode when you when you said that. Uh I don't remember what game it was, but I don't uh, remember saying that. Oh, it's so funny. And to date the show, at the end of that program, this was back when I used to play the game music to end the show, but I would sometimes put funny things over top of it. And I put Charles Manson doing all his crazy talk. And yeah. you hear all this crazy talk over the, the game music. It was funny because it was on the day he died that I listened to that episode by going to In the Can and just doing a search for balls. And I think that's how it came up. Maybe Bang Ball or I, I don't know who did that one. Oh, no. Bang Ball is actually like a maze sort of game. I don't really know. It was some title. Last Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, which just happened last Thursday, uh, Kyle and I did turkey shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gobble, okay. gobble, gobble. Yeah, this game, of course, you can eat balls. I don't know what kind of balls you, uh, you eat on Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe cranberry balls? Brussels sprouts are technically balls. That's true. Do you eat Brussels sprouts on Thanksgiving? Some can, yes. And then you're and a weirdo. Yes. <laughs> as long as you season them, they're fine. 
Did you ever eat one of those artichokes? Where's the food in it? <laughs> Under all of the what, pain. What part's the food? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. my I, gosh. I, I, don't, I don't quite understand the practicality of a vegetable, quote-unquote, that you have to attack with a pair of scissors for, like, half an hour to get anything edible out of it. When my wife made me an artichoke, I was so mad. <laughs> I, got, I was mad. I was at the dinner table. I was angry. Um, there's not much more to say about this game. It is excellent. It is a great way to end November. It's impossible to talk about because it's such a great game. I wouldn't improve anything. I think it got it all right. The characters are fast. If you play some of these chibi versions, great battle ones, your characters are painfully slow. Think... Mega Man Soccer for the Super Nintendo. And everyone was looking forward. It's going to be awesome. And then it wasn't even finished. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. It was The ending is terrible. on there, but you need a game genie to watch it. Is that right? Wow. Or there's an, an ending. I don't know if it's like, I, I don't know if they had like good and bad endings planned or anything. But, yeah, there is a way to watch an ending. Speaking of the ending, we blew it at the top of the show. Uh, but you actually go to a typical Pantheon god-like stage. It's on a cloud, isn't it? Or is it in a palace? I don't remember. Well, I felt like I was in a heaven of some sort. But, I mean, it's, of course, hell. But it, I felt like I was in some type of royal area because there's a crowd around you. I, I think there's a crowd on other stages, but this crowd was very noticeable because I think they're cheering for the enemy. Uh, and off of his throne comes the volleyball king. He's pretty awesome. He's got an awesome mask. He has two henchmen who are pretty easy to knock out. But he is a bugger to knock out because he has two forms. Where did we hear this before? Only uh, every game we've ever played. Basically. <laughs> it, features, it features people in it, yeah. Um, his second form is like a floating around Buddha. You can knock him off his cloud that he's floating around on very easily. Problem is, every time he changes form, his power bar goes all the way back up. Or at least, hmm, can't remember if it's all the way back up or partially back up. I just know he was a bugger. What a cool ending to go against the Dodgeball King. I always bring up Hudson Soft's Turbo Graphics role-playing game that was in tennis. On the front cover, you see a person in a photograph playing tennis, and then you put it in the game, and it, we used to call it baby tennis because it was just your little chibi characters running around. And you could play this four-player, or you could play a two-player, and it was pretty darn awesome. Everybody had different stats, what they were good at, and there was a role-playing game in the tennis game. And you would eventually go against the evil tennis king and try to beat him. He didn't wear any type of special garb. He was just very difficult. But the funniest thing on this was they also had Final Lap Twin on the Turbo Graphics, which was also made by Hudson. And that had a role-playing type of game. I'm pretty sure both endings said, if you like this game, pick up <laughs> pick up Final Lap Twin. Yeah. And the other one had the same ad in it at the ending during the scroll of what the end boss is saying to you, shilling for the other title. And I mean, it was really like, it felt like shilling. It didn't feel like just promoting or letting the person know about it. I mean, they were really uh. pushing this. 
You know, it was infomercial. <laughs> Billy Mays here for Final Lap Twin. Why did so, you buy this when you could have bought Final Lap Twin? Yes. Sucker. Did you ever play any other racing game? And then it shows a person like, oh, I don't know how to use a controller. I'm backwards. I'm not looking at the screen. Now you can play Final Lap Twin. Hey, it's good. And then it sucks because it's all choppy. Yes. <laughs> and it's always dual screen, no matter if you're only one pl person playing it. Um, but that is Super Dodgeball. Everybody was looking forward to hearing this episode, and we blew into it. <laughs> because this game is much better than we could ever explain, I think. Yeah, really, just go. Just play it. You got to play it. If you like dodgeball games, if you like those odd sport games, this is it, man. I don't think yeah. it gets better than this. Even though there were, like I said, a couple follow-ups later on on uh, Game Boy Advance. Um, Game Boy Advance is pretty good. Yeah, but, but it's like, not none of this. The, yeah, none of them went back to the interesting characters or anything. They kind of went back to the generic form. There was even one on like uh, Xbox Live Arcade a few years ago, mm -hmm. and, which was, again, uh, another company from ex-Techno's employees. It's, I think they called it Downtown Smash Dodgeball in the U.S. There's a DS one, too. But yeah, they all go back to like the kind of actually sporty instead of this ridiculous anime nonsense, which makes it that much better. I wanted the Nintendo Advance system, and I bought mine from Japan, and I bought my Super Dodgeball from Japan just for that game. I wanted to play the, the Dodgeball. I don't know. I think it was called Super Dodgeball. Yeah, it was just it was Super Dodgeball Advance. Okay, gotcha. As everything that first year was, it was everything advanced. <laughs> yeah, of course. Kind of like with it, that's what they do it every time. Nintendo, the DS Super was Nintendo like, was all super everything. Yeah, yeah. Mario sixty four DS. Yes, <laughs> I like. I do. I always do love it when like the companies get clever with it. So like, um, the there was the Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow and like stuff like that. They would use the DS as initials. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Never yeah, recognize like, that. They do a good job of tying that in some of the time. Great. Kind of hard to do that with the Switch, but... Mm-mm. <laughs> volleyball Switch. Yeah, don't play this volleyball. Switch to a different volleyball. Uh, <laughs> That's why I don't think they'll use the Switch in there. Or do they use it? They don't use it at all? So most of the, like, the ones that have been getting ported over, that they just been slapping a DX on there for Deluxe. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, because if you put Switch at the end of something, it would tell me to play a different game. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe you, they change it so you can play on top or the bottom, whatever you're feeling. Mmm, mmm. Left-handed or right-handed, Switch. Yep. Get a gender change, Switch. Um... But uh, what I was saying about the advanced dodgeball, I loved it. But still, there's nothing with these giant characters like the Neo Geo has. I think the size of these characters makes the game the most enjoyable. You only have three, so it's good. You can make larger characters to fit on their side of the court. I do notice that the life bars go down pretty quickly on yes. your characters. But that's okay, because it was an arcade game, so what do you want to do? Have somebody stand in there for, you know, a half hour, because they're doing well at it. You want to have a little bit quicker life bars to go down. And to be honest with you, especially with the Super Famicom games, because the characters move slow, you get a little bored. 
next, next, <laughs> time run out or something. But they seem a little long, so I think it's just about perfect. Uh, time does count down on this game as well. And, of course, the person with the longest cumulative life bar. Now, is that what I'm supposed to use, or does that mean the least amount? <laughs> no, cumulative is... Pen cumulative, on the other hand. Pen cumulative? I don't know. Pan cumulative. <laughs> I honestly thought pan meant the ultimate, like the acme of something. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that for years and then just got corrected. Like, or, or is it pen ultimate? Pen ultimate is second to last. Pan, it means like all, like panacea, panacea? I don't know how to pronounce that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. With an A, pan, that's everything. Pen ultimate is next to last, though. I don't know if you said anything else. I think I was thinking of the dodgeball king as a pan. He does have handles on the helmet. I mean, they're horns, but you could you could probably pop that off and, like, roast an egg in it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, also, oh that, oh that kind of pen, like a satyr. Okay, I don't yes. know that anymore. But uh, also, like penumbra, it's like the not quite full shadow of the moon. Eclipse oh, stuff. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Eclipse stuff or goth stuff. Whichever. You learned it here, folks, on We Talk Games Video Power Magazine. Next month, we start, of course, our holiday haymakers. When also cursing, and we have our guest stars for holiday haymakers. Who may also be cursing. They might curse. Hey, happy November to you. I hope that you enjoyed us. And I hope that you like us. Bye-bye.
And I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. Feast upon the dodgeball burning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry.